Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I wanted to share a few thoughts on my journey of fasting, which is both super vulnerable, but I offer this to you as, I don't know if it's exactly a tutorial, but it's more just like notes from the field, shall we say. So when Bob and I formed Workplace Prayer in September of 2020, I think I had already been attempting to fast on Fridays for, let's say, the last eight months, maybe, and probably maybe almost a year. And when I started, I I tried a lot of different things because I was like, surely there must be a less painful way to do this. And I'm not sure that there actually is, but I tried various things. And one of them was I just didn't go for a full day. So I think I probably started with 12 or 14 hours and then was kind of like crawling up the wall, like, please give me food. And so I think over time I extended that longer. And so, yeah, that's, yeah, that's interesting. So it would have been by December, I was pretty, December of 2019, I was pretty consistent with a 24 hour period and I would do it I would experiment. So some, I think when I started, I was doing it actually on Saturdays and I would maybe start like on, uh, maybe like after breakfast on Saturday morning, because I wanted to be able to partake of communion at church. And so it was like, okay, that will be my break fast moment on Sunday. And on the one hand, that was kind of fine, but I thought, uh, I don't love it. Like breakfast isn't like a hooray for hearty meal of the day in my mind. And I usually eat it pretty late. So it just, you know, then you're like, okay, maybe it's supposed to be lunch. I tried lunch, tried dinner. And then I shifted it from Friday night to Saturday night. And after maybe six months of that, my husband was like, why are you always so grumpy on Saturday? Which was slightly embarrassing because I hadn't realized that I was having a personality shift. And I was like, oh, I always just fast on Saturday. And he was like, can you please stop on the one day that I'm home with the family so that you can like be a normal person? So, okay. Yeah, that's fine. So then I maybe would start Thursday night and go until Friday night. Oh, I told you that this was embarrassing, but it is what it is. And so then after Bob and I had been doing workplace prayer for, I don't know, a year, perhaps there was a season where a whole lot of our clients were facing a whole lot of challenging things. And one of the things that I love about fasting is that I feel like it gives me great confidence to go to the Lord and be like, in the book of Isaiah, you have certain promises that you give to those who fast. And you say that if we cry for help, that you say, here am I, and I would like some help, please. And so I, I love that scripture, but I also felt like I don't ever want to be more than a couple of days from fasting in order to claim that scripture. And I don't know whether that thinking was exactly right or wrong, but definitely in that season, I felt like the invitation was to go from one fast a week to two. So then I was doing Tuesdays and Fridays. And again, I wouldn't always do 24 hours. Sometimes it would be 20 hours. In the summer, especially if I was out walking and praying, I could get pretty dehydrated. And so then I would feel like the Lord would say, no, you can go and have some watermelon or um, you can have just like some... I I make this lovely frozen smoothie with some dates and almonds and I think cinnamon and it just tastes kind of like a chai tea, but there's no caffeine and it's made with just dates instead of sugar. So I might have one of those as a 
tide me over or a, like make sure Amy stays hydrated. And that was fine. And, and it was fine for quite a while. And then probably maybe in May or June of 2022. So at this point I have been doing this practice of at least twice a week fasting for, let's say about a year. And I realized that it kind of felt like no matter how much I ate, it wouldn't affect my weight. And it felt like no matter, like if I ate on, I basically, I felt like my metabolism was becoming off or maladjusted. And part of that could just be my age being in my early forties. I know there's hormonal changes that happen and that's all well and good, but there was a part where I'm like, I know enough about weight loss in general that your body deals with what it's being given. And not only that, so there was like the the metabolism side, but then there was also this side where I realized that by Monday afternoon, I was kind of like, oh my goodness, the fast is coming in a few hours, better power up, you know? And then you're like, can I eat enough dinner right now to last me until at least, you know, 2 p.m. tomorrow afternoon? So it wasn't... It wasn't like, yeah, I just didn't feel like I was being as healthy around this as I could have been. That desire to almost like gorge in advance to make sure that I wouldn't actually experience the pangs of hunger kind of probably defeats the purpose of fasting, but was just how I was managing. And then by July, well, I can also say a friend of mine at one point was like, I don't know if you're actually doing this in the most health. Like it could be that you are doing something that the Lord is not actually asking of you. And I was like, yeah, I kind of wonder if he's been talking to me about that. But I did always try to ask like, what is, what's my game plan for today? What's my game plan for tomorrow? But even with the asking, I would say there were still some of these little mindset things, which in retrospect, I can see more clearly. But at the time you're kind of like, oh, I'm just extra hungry because I'm not going to be able to eat for a while. And, uh, yeah. Oh, these true confession podcasts, my goodness. So in July, I was, I went into training for an event and I needed extra calories. I was waking up in the night hungry and I was like, Lord, I am not going to be able to fast for this season while I'm in training. And so then, uh, that was July and then August and September were kind of like dealing with the event getting through it. Then September was also, uh, going, uh, with family vacation time. And so it wasn't until maybe the very end of September, I think it was the last day of September, the governor of Tennessee called a a sacred assembly of prayer and fasting for the entire state. And I don't live in Tennessee. Bob lives in Tennessee and I respect that governor very much. And so it was like, Oh, I can just partner with all of these other people. I haven't fasted now for basically three months. And I think I'm ready to do it again. And you know, the first time back was like, the Lord said, we'll just make this super easy for you. And I didn't even really experience hunger pangs. It was lovely. And so now it's like an interesting question, like, okay, Lord. So I did the September 30th. That was lovely. Then Yom Kippur came the next week. And that was lovely too. Although I was definitely more hungry. And so then like, what's the rhythm going forward? Because there is not actually a lack of things to pray for. There's not a lack of things to be fasting for. And so that's the way it works, I guess, is that we just ask the Lord and then trust that he gives guidance day by day. 
So that's my story. I hope that you find it at least helpful on some level, even if you're not called to exactly the same lifestyle choices. Um, it's just part of the walk of faith. So for me and maybe for you. Okay. So Lord, we thank you that you give us fasting as one of the spiritual disciplines. We ask Lord that we would be attentive to your voice, that you would keep our bodies operating in health. We thank you, Jesus. Amen.